once we've started tracking our nutrition for several weeks, several months, we pay so much attention to non-scale victories. So not just the scale, like how are we feeling? How are we sleeping? Once you become in tune with those things and relate that to your specific macronutrients, you realize like, wow, I feel so much better when I'm eating for me and the food that makes me feel good and not trying to follow keto or, you know, um, whole 30 or drinking a shake for dinner because my neighbor is drinking that for dinner or selling that. And that's what I bought, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. so I think it's really like getting into it and trying it and being consistent with it. Um, and paying attention to your body, it's knowing your body and paying attention to it. Um, and I'll say it again. It's like, we don't even realize how good we can feel until we start feeling good. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lessa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hello. Welcome back to the Viet Pod. I'm so happy you're here. I'm loving picking um, guests out for you. I have to be honest. And as I meet different women and, and men as well, um, I think of how their life story or what they're working on can help you. And this particular woman, our guest today, Giselle Shore, she is someone that I met um, in a mastermind. And I just heard her story and we got to talking and we went to Mexico together as a group as well. And you really get to know people when you travel with them. And her outlook and her mission on this planet is so aligned with what my mission is and also in a very different way, but just there's a lot of alignment. She is here to make sure that every woman feels good inside the body that they have and and fuels themselves. And so we actually talk a lot about fueling and how we treat our bodies. And she is one of the most unique um, things that you could be doing for yourself right now at the end of this podcast, what you could do next. Um, it's, uh, it's actually very simple and very obvious and common sense and something we don't do. And so I can't wait for you to get to the end. Um, and if you're tempted to skip to the end, um, definitely listen to her journey and how she got to where she is. Um, I think of her journey and I think of a lot of the journeys of guests I've had and even yours. And oftentimes really the, the reason we do what we do is because it's somehow we solved a problem we had and then we want to solve it for other people who have the same thing. And so if you're sitting there like wondering, like, what am I supposed to do? Why am I here? Why am I going through this struggle right now? Right? Like, what is this struggle for? Um, it's probably for the person who's coming after you in your life, who you're going to help. Um, and that's actually like side note, how I like to think about um, a lot of obstacles that I hit, not necessarily in the moment. I'm freaking human. Definitely get frustrated. Definitely shed a few tears. Definitely want to have a tantrum. Like, why isn't this working the way it's supposed to? I did all the right things. I don't understand. It's not working the way I wanted. And the lesson in it is something that someone else is going to need down the road or I'm going to need that muscle down the road. And so um, I encourage you, if you are going through anything right now and you're really wondering like, why is this happening to me? You know, it's not easy when you're in it, but 
hopefully there's a moment, there's a break in the thought and the loop that you can ask yourself, how's this happening for me? And what she, her life set her up for was to help women, many like you, fall in love with yourself and um, feel yourself so you can really be the woman that you want to be, the person you want to be on this planet. And I'm really excited. So um, I'm going to bring on Giselle right after this message. And I can't wait to hear what your takeaways are um, at the end. So thank you again for being here. And here is Giselle. Hey, be it listener. You are listening to this because you literally want to be it till you see it. And you want that motivation and inspiration every single week. And I freaking love you for that. And here's the thing. Last year, I created a 100 with me challenge. 100 with me, meaning you give yourself 100% and we do it together. And this month's theme is me, myself, and I. Why is that? Because after a year of what we've all been through, it is so easy to not be a me, myself, and I kind of person. And some people might even think that that's being pretty selfish and I would disagree. And I know you would too, because you're listening to this. We have to fill our cup first and we have to practice doing that. And that takes accountability and it takes community. And I have my 100th Me Challenge coming up. I want you in it. In fact, I want you and all your friends in it because here is the deal. When you have your friends and family doing something with you together, you change your environment. When your environment changes, big things happen. So go to 100withme.com to sign up. That's 100withme.com, the number 100withme.com to sign up for this challenge. We start in October. We have live workouts together. We have hangout sessions together. We have a group where we can connect together and really share what's going on, what's holding us up from actually doing the things that we say we want to do for ourselves. And the reason we are doing it with Pilates is A, I'm a Pilates teacher, but B, when we connect with ourselves on the mat, we can connect more to others. We can connect to our goals better. How we practice our Pilates is how we practice everything in life. And I know this to be true. We have so many of our OBC members who tell us this, right? So if you've never done Pilates, do not worry about it. I got intro classes for you and this is the best place to start because you have me in your ear helping you answering your questions. So go to 100withme.com. Join us for this challenge. It's my last challenge for the year and I really hope you join us. 100withme.com. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast. Giselle, I'm so excited that you're here. Everyone, thank you for listening. So Giselle and I met through a mastermind, a new one that I'm in, and I we sat down at each other's table. So it's like one of those things where I like had met people via the Zoom boxes, <laughs> and then we got to be in person, and we were at each other's table. And I just love your approach to life. You are a busy, busy mom of boys, and you run your own business. Something I'm super passionate about is women who run their own businesses. And so we had gotten to talking about what you do and the things you do for women. And I just had to have you on this podcast because not only have you been being it till you see it on your own life and in your business, but you coach people on uh, macronutrition that I believe um, I'm a big fan of how we fuel ourselves is really a big key component to us actually doing anything in this world. So welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, Giselle. Will you tell everyone who you are, what you rock at, where you're from? 
Yeah. Thanks, Leslie. Um, yeah. So like Leslie said, my name is Giselle and first and foremost, like she said, I'm a mom to two boys, crazy, crazy busy boys who thank God are not here at the moment because you would hear them in the background, but I am also a health and nutrition coach and a certified personal trainer. And I help women to learn to love and nurture their bodies from the inside out through a balanced approach to health and fitness. So yeah, I, I am a coach first and foremost, but I also like haven't always had the healthiest relationship with nutrition and fitness. Um, I've always been passionate about it, but not always the healthiest relationship. So I spent years battling eating disorders, body dysmorphia, punishing my body for not being what I thought it should look like, or maybe what I felt like society was telling me my body should look like, you know, I wasn't necessarily as thin as the models that were gracing the covers of the magazines or as my best friend who was, you know, stick thin. So I just continued continued to punish myself through eating disorders and over-exercising. And unfortunately, those very unhealthy habits led to me dealing with a plethora of health issues from hypothalamic amenorrhea, adrenal fatigue, hypothyroidism, and eventually secondary infertility and multiple miscarriages. So it was years and years and years of learning that you know I had done so much damage to my body that something needed to change. So, I mean, eating disorder started in like seventh grade and I'm now 40 and my firstborn is 10. So that was kind of 10 years ago was when I kind of started learning the damage that I had done to my body and changing my lifestyle and my food and my exercise. Um, so yeah. And now that's kind of why I'm so passionate about helping women learn to, like I said, love and nurture their bodies through diet and exercise in a way that is healthy from the inside out. Okay. Thank you for being so honest and sharing all of that because there's so I don't have kids, but there is a lot that I definitely can like resonate with um, from when I grew up. I remember like I used to have all the teen magazines and I Mm -hmm. would rip out the exercise pages and I would like look at the girls and I, I look at like, I look at kids now and I'm like, I was never that thin. Even if I had, I, my parents made fun of me. They said they could tell when I grew, cause I would have tan lines where my rolls were as a baby, you know? <laughs> and, and so I just, I too started like dieting early mm-hmm. on, um, and, um, and doing terrible things that now uh, my stomach is reminding me, like you didn't treat us well when you were younger mm-hmm. and we are dealing with those things. And I wanted to talk about that because I think when we punish our bodies, we're so f- obsessed with like what we look like on the outside, yeah. it stops us from doing our things that we are here on this planet to do. So can you think of a time where the things that you are doing to your body um, nutritionally, we're actually affecting you from reaching your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we got pregnant with my first son pretty easily. We didn't have to really try very hard, even though I, I don't, I know at that point in my life, I wasn't at a very healthy time. Um, I still didn't have any issues. I was younger too. When we started trying to get pregnant with our second child, just two years later was when I started learning about all of the damage I had done to my body. So, um, you know, I started going to doctors, like, why am I not getting pregnant? We went through a year of secondary infertility where I just wasn't able to get pregnant. 
and diagnosed with hypothalamic amenorrhea, which means that you have a loss of a menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. And this can happen from a lot of different reasons, but for myself and for a lot of women, it happens when you are under eating, when you are over-exercising. It's very prevalent in the health and fitness industry with fitness instructors, things like that. So anyway, so I, you know, I discovered I had that. And even when you learn that you have that doctors don't necessarily say like, you need to not exercise as much, or you need to eat more food. They just kind of like tell you, you know, Oh, you have this, like maybe gain a little bit of weight. Um, so I kind of started doing my own research and reading about, you know, people who had it and, um, other health and fitness instructors who had it and learning that, you know, the reason I had it was because I was doing the damage to my body and all of the damage I had done. So gained some weight, (laughs) started eating a little bit more food, but still was having issues. And I started having miscarriages and doctors weren't really diagnosing it as anything. Um, And this is where I became my own health advocate and really dove into learning like what was going on. It was from a lot of what I had done. It was because of how I wasn't fueling my body, but I did see specialists on naturopath who kind of helped me to learn that like, you know, food is going to help me to heal my body. Um, nutrition is number one and, you know, it was a huge mindset shift for me. And in that time, I kind of learned a little bit about macronutrition, nutrition, and how to balance your body, your food through proteins, fats, and carbs, and how to eat more food. Right. Um, and that it's okay to weigh more. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so this is, I mean, thank you for sharing that story because I feel like there's death. I know for sure. Cause I, I know some of our listeners so well that they, this is a story that makes, they make them go, that happened to me too. And mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting because especially in the, in the States, you know, it's like every time we go to the doctor, it's like, we'll lose 10 pounds and that will, mm-hmm. you know, but no one actually talks about how to do that healthily or what that even looks like. And then we're so conditioned to seeing some foods as good and some foods as bad that, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. to like, just go under the calories and then you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, well, you can eat a whole bag of M&Ms and be under calories and you're not going to be mm-hmm. fine actually. Like that's not so great for you. And so, um, I just really appreciate you sharing that story because, you love your kids so much and it was so important to you to have them and to actually find out that by not eating healthy, you, it was causing issues there, um, for Mm -hmm. you. Thank you. I wonder though, you know, going from someone who under eating over exercising to Mm -hmm. then find all this information, becoming an advocate. And then also you've ended up becoming, you know, you're certified in this, you're trained in this is something you do. Mm -hmm. How, I feel like there had, what was your mindset shift? What were you telling yourself? Because I feel like going from someone who was maybe not, maybe definitely under eating over exercising to like, now I'm, this is how I preach and teach. And, and Mm -hmm. this is how I'm trying to live my life. It can't be easy to just switch like that. Like, what were you having to tell yourself? What was the mindset shift there that you had to go through? Yeah. So I've never been that girl that could like eat whatever she wanted, you know? And a lot of that does come from the fact that I was under eating for so long so that my metabolism adapted. And I see that so frequently in women that I coach and women just in general, um, that they're under eating, you know, eating, cause we were told eat 1200 calories, eat 1500 calories. I mean, I'm 510, you know, 1200 calories to me is well below my BMR. And so my metabolism had adapted. And so just looking at a piece of cake, I would gain weight because my metabolism's running 
burning at 1200 calories. And anytime you eat over that, um, your body just stores it, right? Because you don't need it. But I wanted to be that girl who could go to dinner, go out to dinner, you know, and order a regular dinner and then order dessert. I love wine. I love chocolate chip cookies. Um, I love chocolate, but I always felt like, you know, if I ate those things, I had to go burn it off in the gym the next day, you know, and like punish myself right away. So I longed for it. I wanted it. And it got to a point as where, you know, it's a gradual mindset shift for sure. And that's really what I coach in that, you know, it's okay to eat the cake, balance that with some other foods. So, you know, if you want the cake, maybe you're not ordering the hamburger and fries, right? right. Um, so learning how to kind of have that checks and balances approach with nutrition to where, you know, the majority of the time I'm fueling my body with good, healthy foods that I know are going to make me feel good. But then, and I can also eat the, the cake if I want it or the chocolate chip cookie. I can have the wine. Um, I'm just going to kind of maybe balance it out with something else. So it's a process. Definitely. It's a mindset shift. Um, it definitely took me a while. Um, but now that I'm here, yeah, I, I have my wine if I want it and my cookies, you know, I just kind of learn how to make it fit um, within my daily nutrition. Yeah. So was there, so you were, you were kind of basically you are just figuring out like what is the balance and and be and trusting yeah. that process and yeah. and how how did you trust that process because i know for me you know i was underweight for too long and you get so many compliments especially in la like yes. you get tons and like yeah. then when you start gaining weight no the compliments it's like not even compliments it's like the side eye and yeah. um and so it had to it was really hard for, I, I will be honest. Like I had to just tell myself like, this is actually fine. Like when you look at pictures of yourself, you look really good now before you looked mm -hmm. really sick and <laughs> you look really good. I had to like tell, I had to give myself a pep talk. Was there a pep talk you gave yourself because <laughs> you were having to change literally how you lived your life? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you say that because, um, you know, like you just said, people would tell me all the time when I was thin, like, you look so good, you know, and in reality, I'm over here, like burning myself into the ground and that just kind of fed into it. Right. It feeds into it. Um, and now when I post side by side pictures of myself, you know, years ago when I was anorexic and bulimic and over-exercising compared to now people say, Oh my gosh, you look so much better now, but nobody's stopping me on this side of the street right now saying you look amazing. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we do kind of, first and foremost, I hired a coach that could help me to support me and guide me. And I think that's really important is if you don't have somebody in your corner or somebody that is educated or somebody that knows your story, um, to hire, you know, reach out for help, whether that be a, a nutrition coach, a personal trainer, a, a therapist, you know, making sure that you have somebody in your corner, who's also going to help you and support and guide you. And then, unfollowing and getting rid of the negativity in your life. Like you don't need to follow these people on social media that are trying to portray this perfect thing or that don't make you feel good. You know, so not, it's kind of like with food where I say, just remove it and you won't be thinking about it. It's with images and body images. If you're seeing things that aren't making you feel good, remove it and you won't be focused on that. You'll be focused more on yourself. Um, oh yeah. my gosh. That is brilliant. That is the best because it is true. Like what we see, we like start to see evidence for what we believe. And so it's like, if, and if we don't curate our own feed <laughs> to giving yeah. us the information that we want to be believing, it's going to just keep us in the, and the other thing. I thank you for sure. That's a great hot tip <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Save that one. Everyone we will come back to that for, um, towards the end, we get to the, our, our action steps at the end, but 
you know, when, when, let's get, let's talk about food for a bit. So everybody is different and everyone can eat differently. And some people can like eat the cake and <laughs> that's not me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not my family either. So, I mean, I eat the cake, but you know, it's, I'm not going <laughs> to, yeah, my husband <laughs> eats the pizza and his abs are more defined and, <laughs> you know, so, um, it's all in balance, but are there certain foods that people can be thinking about if they're trying to have more, um, energy, more confidence, even like if, the, is there foods that we should be like considering, like putting more of our diet, if we're trying to like actually have the energy to do the things we want to do in this life? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, a lot of people don't even notice that they don't have the energy that they could potentially have, um, and feel as good as they can potentially feel until they start changing their diet and their lifestyle a little bit. Um, and so a lot, I think just people don't know how good they can feel. Right. And so, yeah, just focusing, you know, on eating a lot of whole foods and really balancing your food. And that's what I found in macronutrient tracking. And that's what I really coach, you know, my clients and other women in doing is learning how to eat the right amount of macronutrients. That's your protein, your fats, and your carbs for your particular body and your goals. So like you mentioned your husband, you know, he, his macronutrient profile is completely different from your macronutrient profile. Right. Um, and a lot of us are just eating like our neighbor is, or our best friend is, or whoever we see on Instagram telling us to eat this certain way where we should be eating for our individual goals and our individual lifestyles. So really learning like what you need in order to fuel your body in terms of protein, fats, and carbs, um, is super important because if you're not an athlete, you might not need as much carbs as like somebody who's an endurance athlete, right? Right. Um, if your goal is not to build muscle and tone up and shed fat, then you might not need as much protein as somebody who has that goal. Um, if you're a vegetarian, you might not be eating as much protein. So your individual macronutrient profile, um, is super important to know because then you can really fuel your body for its optimal potential. That is with energy, sleep, stress, you know, physique, um, performance, all of those things come when you're really balancing your nutrition. Okay. So a couple things just to, because in case somebody's listening, they're like, what is macro nutrition? Yeah. And also, can we go back to the BMR? Cause she said BMR and I was like, "Uh uh-huh, but just in case (laughs) (laughs) some of us are not trained in it. Um, so anyone listening might not know what the BMR is and what macro nutrition, can you just like give a little like one-on-one on that? Yeah. Yeah. So everybody has a baseline of calories that they need to be intaking on a daily basis just to like live, to lie in bed, to breathe, um, to barely even to breathe, just to lie there and to like actually live. Um, that's your basal metabolic rate. So that's what BMR stands for. Um, and unfortunately a lot of people are eating below that because like I said, I'm 5'10, my BMR is like 1500. Um, and for a long time I was eating, you know, 1200, 1100 calories. So it's well below your BMR. And what happens when you eat below that is your metabolism just adapts. Um, and then anytime you eat over that, you know, you gain weight, right? Cause you don't need those calories. So, um, so basically, you know, macronutrients, proteins, fats, and carbs, everybody's eating those. That's just what makes up the calories of our food. So when you look at a nutrition label and you see the calories, if you look down, it'll say fat, protein, and carbs. And those grams are what makes up the calories of the food. Um, so like you said earlier, you know, you could eat a bag of M&Ms and still be under calories. You could eat all of your calories in donuts, right? But is that going to really help you feel your best? Probably not. 
right? So we want to kind of balance those macronutrients in terms of making sure that we're fueling our body for optimal potential. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, the, we were on our our road trip and there was a place in Moab that had these vegan gluten-free donuts with icing. I was like, we're totally buying that donut. I'm just only going to have a bite because if I have the whole thing, I'm going to be like crashing on my Mm -hmm. hike, but I could have a bite. And then we just wrapped it back up. And then later in the day, after we had this amazing dinner, I had another bite and I was like, this is so much fun. Like there should be ice, icing donuts everywhere. If I, <laughs> you know, but I, I would say it took me a long time to not eat the whole donut. Like, cause I, yeah. but I learned because and it's not cause I, it's bad. It's just that I don't feel good after the whole thing. I just want mm-hmm. that. I have a sweet tooth. Raise your hand if you have one. And I crave it. But I was like, if I just have a little bite, is that enough? And it really was. And um, and it, it took a while. But yeah, it's you. It's all about the balance and what you need. So mm-hmm. thank you for breaking that down because I do think that um, some people are like, oh yeah, I need to have whole foods. But what what does that mean? And I need you know. Yeah. And I think it's um, because we you know, depending on what you're advertised or what you see, you know, so many people are eating, they're living their life off like shakes for meals. And, you know, mm-hmm. and that's also makes it very different when they go to eat real food, um, how their body adjusts to that. So, so thank you for sharing that. Um, when it comes to, you know, especially I think since most women, most people listen to are women. Um, and, um, when it comes to eating, you know, as far as you have two boys and then you also have your, your partner, your husband. And so when you, you know, I think a lot of people, they, you said you can't eat like your neighbor. How do you, Giselle, like eat for yourself versus like, it's so tempting to maybe eat with the way everyone else is eating around you. Because I, I think that a lot of people feel hung up or like people are going to judge them or people are going to look at them. What are they going to mm-hmm. say? So how do you handle that so that you continue to fuel yourself? Yeah. I think that's a good question because yeah, I mean, like you said, you you see your husband eating a whole pizza. It's like, oh, well, I can eat that too. Um, I think it's really being in tune with your body. Um, and like I said, a lot of people don't even realize how good they can feel until they start fueling their body properly. And a lot of my clients, um, once we've started tracking our nutrition for several weeks, several months, we pay so much attention to non-scale victories. So not just the scale, like how are we feeling? How are we sleeping? Once you become in tune with those things and relate that to your specific macro macronutrients, you realize like, wow, I feel so much better when I'm eating for me and the food that makes me feel good and not trying to follow keto or, you know, um, whole 30 or drinking a shake for dinner because my neighbor is drinking that for dinner or selling that. And that's what I bought, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. so I think it's really like getting into it and trying it and being consistent with it, um, and paying attention to your body. It's knowing your body and paying attention to it. Um, you know, I'll say it again. It's like, we don't even realize how good we can feel until we start feeling good. So, so let's talk about that non-scale victory. I love that. So just so everyone hears it's non-scale. So I don't even mm-hmm. own a scale. I don't weigh myself unless the doctor actually puts me on the scale. And sometimes mm-hmm. I just say a number and hope that they like can keep going. But, um, because it doesn't mean a lot, you know, like it's, I, I go with off my clothes test. I go with my energy test. What are some non-scale victories that people can pay attention to themselves in their own? You said sleep. Um, mm-hmm. what are some other ones? Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I encourage definitely checking in with sleep, stress levels, you know, how are you feeling? How are you handling your kids? Are you feeling like at your wits end or do you feel like a little bit calmer mood, um, energy levels, how your clothes are fitting, how your skin looks, how your hair looks. I mean, non-scale victories can really, really, really be 
I mean, so open range because again, we don't notice how we feel until how good we can feel until we start feeling better. We don't even really pay attention to those things because we fixate so much on the scale. Um, and once we kind of remove that and pay more attention to how we're feeling on the inside out, better digestion, less bloating, um, less water retention, less inflammation, you know, like we live in such a constant inflamed state that we don't even, again, notice how good we can truly feel until we start feeling like, wow, I'm not as sore after my workout as I was every time a month ago, you know, or I have more energy during my workouts. Um, I'm lifting heavier. All of those things are non-scale victories. And so, so, so important to focus on the scale is a measure of progress. Sure. But it's not the only measure of progress. And to be honest, it's not the best measure of progress. Right. You are, you're so spot on. And because I I think we also, we don't realize how good we can feel because we also didn't realize when we started to feel bad, you know, like it's becomes a set. You don't actually go, Oh, like you have one day where you, and then you have the next day where you're stressed out and it keeps going. And so I find, especially for women, they're doing so many things for so many other people and they're so last Mm -hmm. on their list. Um, for sure, they don't realize how good they can feel until they start feeling that way. And I feel like women especially have so much power in them. Like there are studies that show that like when women make money, they give it back to the community. Like women take care of the community, right? So what are, what are some ways that like just simple ways that people can, can actually start tracking like what isn't feeling so great. That's non-scale. Like um, should they, mm-hmm. before they work with you, do you have them like track, like their sleep? Like what, what are some things they can start to focus on that they could maybe make some changes on to feel better? Yeah. Yeah. I encourage all of my clients and anyone in general to, to start journaling. Um, I know it can seem so overwhelming, but just to journal about how you feel in the morning and how you feel at night, um, you know, each day and just kind of really start paying attention to your body. You know, how was your workout? If you feel like if you have a moment of crazy stress where you're yelling at your kids, reflect on that, like stop and reflect on what's going on. I think, like you said, we're just like constantly pulled in different directions and constantly stressed and constantly just go, go, go that we don't ever stop and reflect. Um, so I think it's a really good idea to, you know, whether that be on your, in your notes app or in an actual journal, just making note of how you're feeling. Um, a lot of it revolves around your menstrual cycle too. Um, your hormones, you know, change during your cycle. Um, they change as we age. And so I use a tracking app with my hormone, with my menstrual cycle and where you can put notes in it based on how you're feeling at different times during the month. Um, and that just kind of makes you again, be more aware of your body. And I think that's super important. Um, and then in terms of nutrition, like like anybody can download a food diary tracking app, um, onto your phone. If you just want to get a general idea of like what you're eating, um, and if it's affecting how you're feeling. So if you start tracking your food, um, and you're noticing like, oh my gosh, today I had uh, 220 grams of carbs and 80 grams of sugar, you know, and I crashed at five o'clock in the afternoon, or I was snapping at my kids, you know, that can 100% be in relation to what food you ate. Um, so I think it's a great idea for anybody just to, you know, play around with it, track your nutrition and pay attention to how you feel in relation to the food you're eating. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, that's so great because I, sometimes I'll be like, I'll wake up in the morning. I'm like, I am ready to take on the day. This is going to be awesome. And then either I wait too long to eat lunch or Mm -hmm. I didn't eat the right lunch because I didn't go grocery shopping. And so I, by like three o'clock, I'm like, well, this isn't working. And the reason I wanted to bring you on to talk about these things is I really wanted people to see that sometimes 
the reason you're not able to achieve the goals or go after the thing has nothing to do with the education you have, has nothing to do with your motivation, has nothing to do with with any of those things has everything to do with like probably what you're using as fuel for your, mm-hmm. for your, for your system. And so I love, it's a simple, it's not, I mean, it's not simple, but it's a great way just to start just being aware, like a cycle. And then also like how you started the day, how you ended the day and what was, mm-hmm. what was the fuel along the way. And you can really start to see the patterns there. Yeah. And I think that's great right there where you said that the fuel, um, I think that's what we have to shift our mindset from is that food is a way to lose weight or a way to reward or punish ourselves, or we eat when we're stressed or, you know, when we're tired and that food is fuel. It is the gas that we are putting into our tank. And if we are putting crappy gas in our tank, we're not going to run efficiently and we're not going to work to our optimal potential, whether that be, you know, getting out there when playing with your kids or reaching whatever dream it is that you're chasing with your work. If you're fueling your body properly, yeah, you will have more energy to do those things and you will feel better and you'll have more confidence too. That's amazing. Okay. So Giselle, what are you currently working on being it right now? Like what's something that's like you're trying to go for in this moment? Yeah. I mean, I think you know, through all the lessons that I've learned, um, through the damage I've done, all of that, I just really want to reach as many women as I can and teach them that, you know, you can, you can eat the healthy food and you can also eat the treats. You can drink the wine, you can have it all and still reach your goals and feel really good. Um, I just really want to help women learn to live a sustainable lifestyle through diet and exercise and love and nurture their bodies. Um, I coach to a whole body approach. So, um, you know, we're talking sleep, stress, mindset, all of those things in order to just really make you feel as good as possible. So I'm just really trying to be the best coach that I can be that can can help as many people as I can to feel really good because, uh, it feels good to feel good, you know? <laughs> yes, it does. Feel, it does feel good to feel good. Um, <laughs> I, th- that is such an awesome goal. I think, um, again, just like there's, if you help all those women feel really good about themselves and have the confidence and have the fuel in their bodies, like just the, the power that each one of those women has in them to, to change this planet is incredibly cool. And, and I know some people are like, Leslie, I'm freaking tired. I'm barely able to keep my eyes open listening to this podcast with you and Giselle, but I'm listening because you're real. like, you really want to be it. It's maybe it's just for the day. And like, you have to start like mm-hmm. with just today. And so, um, yes. so I want to take a quick break and then we're going to ask you like, what are some simple steps that people can start with today? I know how much you're enjoying this show. Me too. If you're looking to make more time for you and have more energy, get my free 30 minutes Pilates class at onlinepilatesclasses.com slash be it pod. If you're new here or haven't done this yet, this is a great way to start making yourself a priority. So head over to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. Now back to the show. Okay. So first, Giselle, where can everyone follow you? Like get to know you? Where, where do you hang out? Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram quite frequently, probably more than I should be like any other <laughs> coach. Right. Um, Giselle underscore sure underscore. Um, I'm always in my DM. So feel free to shoot me a message there. Um, I'm on Facebook at Giselle shore health and wellness. And then my website, Giselle where you can find information on all of my services. Um, I have a group coaching program where I work with, um, a majority, a lot of women, um, helping them to learn how to track macronutrients. And then I offer one 
one-on-one coaching as well. Um, so yeah, definitely check me out there. Amazing. And we'll put all of those in the show notes, y'all. It's really easy to see them because you might be like, how do you spell Shore? <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> it's okay. I have Leslie as a name and everyone spells it wrong. So like I've, you know, it's, <laughs> but you know what? I have okay, the same. Total side note. I went to Starbucks and you know, they never get your name correctly, but they <laughs> get, they put my name as Wesley. It's been a long time since I've gotten a Wesley um, when I say my name, but everyone spells Wesley with an L-E-Y. And so I'm tempted to say it's Leslie, it's Wesley with an L. It's Wesley with an L. <laughs> well, you're better than me because I don't even tell them my real name at Starbucks. I give them my Starbucks name. So I just have a whole different Wait, name. what's your Starbucks name? What's your Starbucks name? Jen. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. See, even my kids know it. <laughs> that's funny. But then I have to remember that. And that's, you know what I mean? Like I have to remember the new name. <laughs> Yeah. There has been a few times where I'm like, they're calling this Jen girl and she hasn't come to get her coffee. I love that your kids know. Okay. So what everyone's waiting for at the end of every episode, we actually, I ask every guest, you know, what are some action steps, some steps of prioritizing ourselves that we can take today? Because I think it's one thing to be inspired, to be like, yes, Giselle, awesome. I'm going to fuel myself. I'm not, I'm going to ditch the scale. I'm going to work on these non-scale wins. And then it's like life happens and their kids are screaming or their work is at them. So what are, you know, a few things that people can actually do right now to start, you know, feeling good about themselves and being it till they see it. Yeah. Yeah. I think first and foremost, it's important to learn, um, to love yourself and to learn your own body and to stop comparing yourself to other people and trying to do what other people are doing and just really start to stay in your own lane and focus on you, um, and love yourself wherever you're at in your journey. Um, what you, you might have a goal to lose weight, or you might have a goal to, you know, build muscle, but you can still love yourself right now at this point. So I think first and foremost, it's super important to love yourself right now, wherever you are at in your journey, and then really just pay, start paying attention to what you're putting into your body. You don't have to go out and make huge changes today. You don't need to do a whole diet overhaul or completely cut out carbs or, you know, jump on the next fat fad diet bandwagon, you just start making small steps. Maybe it's eating more vegetables throughout the day. Maybe it's increasing your water intake. Um, Maybe it's starting to pay attention to how many steps you're getting and to gradually increase that. You don't have to go from 3000 steps to 10,000 steps in one day. Start with a small increase, you know, go from 3000 to 500 in one week and then increase to 4,000. Just knowing that every single step, no matter how small is a step in the right direction is super important in every single journey. So I, I love that. I definitely was someone who's not drinking enough water. And I was like, I was hearing people, you're like, you drink more water, drink more water. I'm like, what is more? And how do I do that? And like, how am I going to go from like having, you know, two water bottles a day to four water bottles a day? Like you take some time and I really try to do it in one day. You can't like your body is like, what Mm -hmm. are you doing to me? So Mm -hmm. I think those small people, it's probably hard for people to think, well, how is this helping? But like, you're right. This, even a small, tiny step forward Mm -hmm. is going forward. And, and it's not about overhauling the diet overnight. It's kind of like, how do we eat maybe more vegetables? in every, Mm -hmm. each day. And then how does that affect the, it's on a domino effect, right? Yeah. 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 That compound effect, like one small change will affect you moving forward. So just make the change, just start small. Um, like I said, everybody's starting somewhere and no matter what your journey is just again, it's super important to just love yourself. No matter, you know, if you're on day one or day 100, just stay in your lane and love yourself 
no matter where you're at. And you know, Giselle, I don't think anyone has actually put love yourself as the action step at the end so far <laughs> in this podcast. So, which is it's crazy. It's so important. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, um, who, I don't know who started it, but someone said like, when you say like, when you write down all the people you love, like how long until you put yourself on the list. Yeah. And I was like, exactly. oh, <laughs> and I'm like yeah, the prioritizer. Really, we should be number one, <laughs> right? I'm like the num- I'm like you have to prioritize yourself first, and I'm like, oh, I, you know, and also love that, love that person that you're prioritizing first. Like, how about that? Right. Um, we all need those reminders, Giselle. Love you. Love what you're doing. Love your mission on this planet. And I'm just so Thank grateful you. that um the universe brought us together. Thank you for being here, everyone. Please do Giselle and I a huge favor. And also the women around you by screenshotting this episode, sharing it to your Instagram, tag Giselle Shore and the Be It Pod and tell us what your takeaway was. What is the action step that you're going to take right now to loving yourself more and also feeling yourself so that you can actually go after the things that you are on a mission to go after. And until next time, be it till you see it. this episode of the be it till you see a podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day Be It Till You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.